Thank you. I do not personally know any groundhogs. Sorry. All right, so another joke I've stolen from the internet. I do not want to go quietly. I want to slide in sideways, cookies in one hand, whiskey in the other, declaring, woohoo, what a ride. <laughs> in my notes for this talk, I wrote cabin fever three times, and then I also realized the internet has kind of erased cabin fever from our culture, and I see that as a good thing. Imbolc is an old Gaelic word that may have meant in the belly and referred to sheep's pregnancies, or possibly meant to wash and cleanse oneself. Most people believe it is the former. Late winter is when ewes prepare to deliver their lambs, and their milk supply freshens. Paganism really always does lead you back to critters. Uh, but this is a celebration of quickening, evidence of new life about to begin. Imbolc is the halfway point in the winter season, the winter season, literally the middle of winter, Winter began six weeks ago. Spring begins in six weeks, no matter what the shadow. <laughs> These halfway points are the truest expression of a season. We are in the thick of winter. It is cold, dreary, windy. Well, okay, yesterday it was dreary and not fun to be outdoors. I know because I was out of doors yesterday. So what do we do in this feverish, restless, dreary time of year? We have Carnival, we have Mardi Gras, we've got the Chinese New Year, huge, wild, brightly colored celebrations where you can let out all the crazy. If you keep trying to follow decorum during such a dreary period, you could permanently lose your mental balance. It's better to go crazy for a few days and shake out those winter blues. If you have read any James Harriet, you know that lambing season drives farmers a bit crazy too. Imbolc is a high holy day, and its signature deity is Bridget, or Brida, the most beloved of the Irish gods. Bridget was a fire god, a blacksmith, a poet, and she ruled the home's hearth. Poetry? Fire, you say? Yes. A good poem sets your heart and mind ablaze. Poets in Ireland were ranked higher than kings and queens who were considered somewhat expendable. I'm not making any suggestions here, but Irish kings were sometimes sacrificed if things had gone badly for a few years. <laughs> Imbolc is when you can tell that the daylight hours really are growing longer. It is sunset when I leave work now. It's not full dark anymore. Dawn happens during breakfast, not on my way to work. Even Utkiagvik, the northernmost point in Alaska is getting three hours of sunlight a day. The opposite holiday is Lunasa, the grain and apple harvest that is halfway through summer. Lunasa is when you see the days are waning, but your larders are filling up. Halfway through winter, larders are emptying and we tighten our belts. This may not apply to food in our modern times, but it can apply to our emotional and mental stores. In farming communities, carnival is followed by fasting, also called Lent by the Christians. Well, I guess the Catholic Christians in particular. In modern life, we are trying to keep up with our New Year's resolutions to lose weight or get in shape. <laughs> kind of the same idea. If you have hot work to do, cold weather is a good time to do it. Candles are a symbol of imbolc, celebrating that returning light of the sun. 
So are Bridget's crosses. Here is my sad attempt made out of an old pizza box, taped together because it's not straw, so I can't twist it anyway. So that's St. Bridget's cross. Uh, where was I? <laughs> uh, St. Bridget's cross and the milk and early flowers like snowdrops or crocus. I have daffodils coming up right now, but I think that's climate change, not in bulk. At Lou Massau, we made corn dollies. At Imbolc, we make the Bridget's Cross. The dolly sometimes gets burned after it's completed, but the cross is really just an unfinished basket. Where does that take us? This is the end of the agricultural year. Gardeners smell spring on the wind, or at least imagine it. We pour over brightly colored seed catalogs. Again, the bright colors. Again, I lost my place. <laughs> and we dream at length about this year's garden. We've forgotten all the work of turning the soil and weeding. We just want to see sprouts and flower buds. The end of anything is a good time to review. How did your projects work out in this past year? Did you improve over the last time? Did you fall behind? Did you try a new thing? Was it an improvement? What ideas need to get thrown out to make space for new ideas? What things could get finished before spring actually arrives? What do you need to do to prepare for growth? We all handle that anticipation with planning and preparation. Planning and preparation, you say? I say fun. <laughs> get out the grid paper, plot your garden, go through your seed stores and see what you saved from last year. Dream. Fire up your greenhouse and get some seedlings started. We all have greenhouses, right? <laughs> I wish. I want one so bad. Maybe finish that Bridget's Cross, turn it into an egg basket. Maybe finish that poem you were writing. Turn it into inspiration for your next step in life. Many folk nowadays are planning bee feeding gardens. Let me show you. This I got for free. Some company wanting to, uh, you know, get on the ecological bandwagon, they'll send you bee, bee flower seeds for free. And they already know which ones the bees like. Apparently there's ones they like better than others. This is the time of year that needs inspiration. Feed your busy little dreams. Put your dreams on paper. Express all this pent-up energy. Get your thoughts and your feelings out. My husband uses whiteboards in every room, not joking, if you've been to my house, every room, whiteboards, and in his workshop out, he's got whiteboards. He's, he's taken the panels off the side of an old washing machine and tacked them to the door and uses them as, white, as whiteboards. So, you know, multicolors, all the different, you know, all the different ink colors for different points of the thing and big black labels on the top and, just, you know, it's fabulous. He plots his menus, his work days, his health habits, any notions he's got, work he's got to do. He's bought two more whiteboards in the last week. One of them is so big it will take up an entire wall. I love that. So what have you saved up in your heart and your mind and your belly? What does your gut tell you right now? Hindus have seven chakras. Let's see, seven. I, have to, I always have to check every time. Like one, two, three, seven. The Irish have three cauldrons a cauldron, a bowl. The belly, the heart, the head. 
Each of these cauldrons needs to be kept full. None should be neglected. They also believe that those cauldrons spun. I don't know what that has to do with it. I would think that would make everything slosh out, but we're talking about mythology here, so it doesn't, you know, whatever. Um, so each one of those needs to be full. None should be neglected. And we are halfway through a season of deprivation. Are any of your cauldrons tipped over right now or needing a top-up? The belly, you meant to give up junk food. Did you? Try again. Put good food in its place. You know, your candy. Eat your leafy vegetables and whole fruits. That's how you're really supposed to do it. Your gut tells you someone on your friends list is not a good person? Obey your gut. Unfollow them. What else is your gut telling you? If you're not in the habit of listening to it, start now. The heart. Have you called your loved ones late recently? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> do it. Tell them that you love them. I will do it. Get over their flaws and their failings. Get over yours, too. We've all got them. Do your favorite artists need support? Repost their artwork. Buy their work. Comment on their social media. Support your beloved artists. What makes you feel loved? Seek that again. Start over if you need to. The head. Bolster yourself by talking about or writing down your ideas. Talk them up, up, talk them up. Talk yourself into bringing your ideas to life. Remember, it is okay to be a little crazy right now. Let the light in. Let go of shade. Strategize, plot, plan, throw it all out, start again. Do you have a gratitude habit? Is it working? Maybe it needs revamping. I always find that the gratitude has to be shuffled around, has to be revised, and apparently involves a lot of hand-waving. <laughs> up, up, up. Read your favorite philosophers again. Read your favorite poems. Do you still love them? Do they bring you new insights? Try reading them out loud to your friends. If they are still your friends afterwards, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Imbolc reminds us to make use of dull times to prepare for better times. Hash out your ideas and your dreams. Sort out the dead seeds and the half-baked notions. Reconnect with what and who truly inspires you. Even Bridget's cross is just an unfinished basket. If it's not working out, toss it in the fire and try again. Thank you.